Creature Podcast Engaged. And welcome to Precure Podcast Engaged, the podcast where we try and watch the entire Pretty Cure franchise. I am Charlie, your favorite partner, Chifo. And I am Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we have a brand new guest for our podcast. Please introduce yourself as you would like to be introduced. Hello, I am the mysterious mage watching all these events from afar in his library and wondering what in the world God was thinking of making the fairies. <laughs> okay, well, what's your name, though? <laughs> I am Cress, my pronouns are he, him. <laughs> yes. And Cress is joining us to talk about I... No, oh, Cassidy, you never sent me the name of the episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> you didn't ask for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got too caught up in you always sending it to me. There you go. Nope, that's yes. That's the last episode's episode. <laughs> title. I, okay, so here's what happened. If I didn't change the part that says episode 12 to episode 14 in my notes. There you go. It's the second time I've put 13 instead of 14. It, it's okay. <laughs> and today we are watching episode 14 of the Taiwan Max Heart. Go for it, Fuji P Senpai, Nagisa's cheering flag of spirit. Also known as Go for it, Fuji P Senpai. Nagisa's spirited cheer. Yes, but before we get into the episode proper, we have some questions because Crest is a new, I was going to say face to the podcast. No one can see our faces. New voice? This episode's got that new guest smell. (laughs) All right. So the first question is, have you ever watched any Pretty Cure? Yes, I have a friend on DeviantArt. He introduced me to the fandom. I actually went through a bit of a version of what you guys are doing now, where I tried to chew my way through the entire series before the anime site I used went questionable and I had to stop. I got as far as mm. Sweet Precure. Oh, very nice. So you've seen uh, Futari 1 and MaxArt before? Yes, and I've seen some of the following seasons as well. Nice. Alright, what are the other questions? Questions I ask Cassidy. It's been so long. Um, is it is this one of the ones where you ask what's your favorite cure? Oh wait, yes, that is correct. So, from what you have seen, what is your favorite season, and who is your favorite cure? I am going to suffer so much hell for admitting this. Um, my favorite season so far, mind you, this could change as I eventually get get the ability to watch other seasons. Is <sighs> yes, Precure Five, go go. I ah. I like um Nozomi Yumehara Cure Dream. I'd like her like power set and thematics. That said though, that season has the most annoying fairy ever. Yeah. Yeah. That was the season that made me come up with my uh my three types of pretty cure fairies. Oh right. Uh, I'm not talking about the love interest, oh. I'm talking about the other one. Ah, I see, I see. That's, uh, it's nuts, right? No. No? Who, who am I? Who? The pink one. I'm completely forgetting all the fairies. Can 
we spoil this or no? I think saying fairy names is fine. Her her name is Milk, and in the oh. second season, she, she plays a bit more of a stronger role. And by God, I hate her. Ah, uh, I don't. I I don't remember too much about Milk, but I can see where you're coming from. Definitely. All right. And then for our final question, should we include Hikari in this, or should we just keep it to? No, you can I put a Hikari in it. Okay, if you had to pick between Sheer Black, Sheer White, or Shiny Luminous, who is your favorite? Hmm. I'm gonna say Shiny Luminous just because she's that mysterious magic type character, and I always adore those sorts of things. Hikari is pretty good. I really like her, especially after we got past the beginning part of the, the of uh, Max Art. Oh, don't remind me of the slow <laughs> start of taking five episodes for anything to happen. <laughs> hey, but we're past that. A lot of things are happening. Yeah. Yeah, I have notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of things happening, let's get into the episode proper. Let me pull up my notes. Where are they? Here we are. <laughs> we start this episode with uh, Nagisa and Honoka walking home from school, and we immediately get a recap of last episode, uh, where Nagisa was fighting with her mom. And we learned that it's because Nagisa was, like, a sick child. There's, like, a... I feel like there's more scenes of, like, last episode than there normally is. But maybe I'm wrong about that. It did go on a bit longer. Yeah, because then they talk about Circulus. Yes, and the villain attack, and I, my notes say, oh, geez, they made a bridge a monster? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get creative with your Zakena, because have they ever repeated a Zakena? Mm, no, I don't think so. At least not yet. In our yeah, watch. Yeah, I don't think they've repeated a Zakena. At least not that I can remember. But after this, Hikari shows up and says hello, and the three of them start walking into the park. I and have he- another note here, sorry. That says, Hikari seems less mysterious this time around. Yeah. I wonder if it's because we know more about her by this point. Hmm. And then there's Fuji P. Yes, that boy, he's here. Did you all forget about that boy? No, I didn't. <laughs> um, no. No. <laughs> In a sec, I'm reading he was a big center point for Nagisa before hell, all, everything went to hell. I mean, he's just like a guy. Yeah, but he's not some guy. That's a different character. No, he is a boy. He's that boy. <laughs> he is that boy. <laughs> I had someone uh, who's listening through to a podcast say that... he. He enjoys that we, there's a difference, like there's like a, he's able to tell the difference between some boy, not so, oh, I mixed them up. Oh that no, boy. that's a ship, that's a ship name. <laughs> huh? <laughs> some boy is the ship between Fuji P and, what was the other guy's actual name? I, I never knew this. I've only just now started calling Fuji P, Fuji P. What the Oh my goodness. It's... (laughs) It's the other guy in this episode, right? He's in this episode? No. No, 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 no. The guy in this episode is much different from some guy. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm so confused. So there's a there's FuGP, also known as that boy. Uh, and then there's some guy who was the guy that uh, tried to take Nagisa on a date to go pick nuts. Ah. They did go pick chestnuts. No, the guy, the the guy in this episode's taller and like thinner, I think. Hmm. Uh, but I thought some guy was maybe they are two different characters. The 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 men in this series don't matter. <laughs> they don't have colored hair. The, they're easy to mix up. The only one I truly remember is that boy, and that's only because he's such a big thing to Nagisa. Hmm. So they're talking to Fuji P. Nagisa gets weird, and Hikari looks so confused. Mm-hmm. Yes, Fuji P has a preliminary match coming up soon, um, just like Nagisa did a little bit ago for lacrosse. It's time for soccer. It is time. I did write down it's time for soccer. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, Nagisa says she'll cheer him on, uh, well, sort of without thinking about it, and then immediately uh, deflects and says that she'll be bringing Honoka and Hikari as well. Yes. And then we get the intro. Yeah. It's, um, question. Is it me, or is the episode's animation and the opening's animation different? I swear there's a difference. I um, think there is? So, the intro, I think, mostly pulls from the, uh, the more dynamic and intense parts of the show, and those parts tend to be animated a little bit more uh, carefully than, let's say, episode 14, to pick one at random. Ah, okay. So, Nagi's is stuck at home wondering what to do, and my note says she is menaced by the fairies and seeks vengeance on Mipple. Why is she stuck with the extra two again? Well, okay, so I want to talk about Purin, um, who's just here, I guess. Yeah! We I was didn't get an ask. introduction to this one. Like she showed up in the last episode, but then she just sort of like ran off, and now I, she's that, just here. I was gonna ask that question. I'm like, did did she like join up with them last time? Did I miss something? I swear no. to God, she wasn't actually introduced. So, <laughs> so it wasn't just me forgetting. No, it was not just you forgetting. Okay. And why is Nagisa who gets Purin in the extra two? Shouldn't it be Hikari? Um, Sikun hmm. just sort of hangs out with, uh, Nagisa, because Nagisa's the main character that everybody sees. <laughs> um, which is also why all the other characters hung out with her until she forcibly put them in Honoka's house, and then they <laughs> left. <laughs> I guess that works. It's, yeah. it's the, it's the side effect of being the main character. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Sikun will ask Purin at some point, why Why don't you just go into the Cherik? Uh, she's like, I have to watch this, this, this girl with her pure heart and pure feelings. I gotta watch, I gotta see this through, you know? <laughs> I gotta see this episode through. And then in comes Mipple making witty remarks and Doggy says he vengeance on him. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, and she's just, like, just having a hard time sketching out stuff, and then she decides she's going to, or no, sorry, that's later. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we're skipping over. Right now, she goes to, uh, talk to Onika Hinakari, and is like, alright, I've decided, I'm going to make a really big flag. Because when I was playing, and I was down, I saw a really big flag, and then I got inspired. I don't know, a really big flag, if someone was cheering me on with a really big flag, I think that would help. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, 
Honoka offers to help Nagisa, but Nagisa's like, no, I gotta do this myself. And Hikari seems, like, a little confused, because... Yeah, she she's does, Yeah, she's like, why are you acting so strange ever since we talked to Fuji P yesterday? And Meeple's like, ah, it's because she has a crush on him. And, and Hikari Hikari's seems, like, what a crush? What's a crush? <laughs> yeah. What crush do? And she dwells on the mysteries of life. And from afar comes a mysterious voice. Yes, the queen talks to her. Yes, uh, her queen's, or sorry, not her queen, the queen. The, she is queen. Um, <laughs> she is queen. <laughs> queen's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a crush is like just a very powerful feeling and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's in everyone's heart. Ah, uh, this episode I now had headkid and Hikari as aromantic. What's a crush? That's too... I don't understand it. Romantic feelings? Hmm. That sounds complicated. Yeah. I don't think Hikari's gonna have, like, a love interest this season. I Presumably could, not. No. Like, there's no one... There's no characters that we could even, like... Uh... Like, hmm. No, no I think Ryota's too, too young. Yeah. It's more about the the bonds of friends and family for Hikari. Yes. Yeah. So we see Nagisa back at home, and we see a lot of papers crumpled up around her because she, as we know, is not the best artist. So what she's are you not- talking about? She drew that chicken, and it was great. I loved that chicken. <laughs> it was a pretty good chicken. Best part of the beginning of this season. And of course, the fairies are being a menace. Yes, uh, Meeple uh, loves to criticize Nagisa because he's a jerk. Everyone criticizes Nagisa's art, and I don't understand why. It's very normal. Yeah, her is fine for, like, a middle schooler. It's just, it's fine, period. Yeah. She probably draws better than I do. Honestly. Uh, But everyone is, like criticizing her art skills. And this is when Tsukun is like, hey, I'm glad that you're here, uh, but why don't you just become an orb, <laughs> uh, Peran? And this is when Peran's like, no, I gotta, I gotta see this through. The crush vibes through. are powerful and tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically what she says. Yeah. And then, uh, even when Naisa gets, like, upset about, like, her art, <laughs> Uh, Peran is like, even this is pure. Her disappointment is pure? <laughs> yeah, because it's I mean, just it built out of the feeling of not feeling adequate, but for the person you love. That's, well, yeah, that's true. And then Nagisa decides, you know what? Screw it. I'm breaking out the big paper. Yeah. She's just gonna, she's just gonna go for it and draw the flag just right now. She has one shot. And I think it looks fine in the end. Yeah. I think it looks good, actually. I think it looks very good, actually. Yeah. So here's where we cut to enemy shenanigans. Yes. Uh, Meanwhile, in the mansion, the boy is flying a remote control helicopter, chasing the butler Zakena around. Yes. And as this is happening, Circulus is talking to... What was the new bag? Baldez. Baldez, Yes. Uh, about the I Hardy swear Elves. Baldez is the name of a Final Fantasy villain. You know what? I would believe that. 
Um, <laughs> you keep going. Yes, so he's talking about this, about the uh, hardy owls, like, the little things, but they have so much powers. They're not the legendary warriors, like, they're something different, but they're definitely connected to the queen? Like, what are they? Uh, and Baldas is just, like, he's, like, standing in the shadow, and he just explodes all the candles. And, like, his... Yeah, okay, I don't think he explodes them. I think he just makes them disappear. <laughs> he evaporates them. Uh, but, yeah, it just, it's strange. They get disappeared. Yeah, and he's like, you better go find out what these things are. Um, get- do you know what else is weird, though? No. How this soccer stadium is just entirely quiet. It's just dead silent. There's no crowd noise. There's nothing. Yeah, my next note says, soccer match, so serious. Everyone just looks so serious. Soccer is a a serious sport. Yeah, it's not like lacrosse where you get crispy with rocks. This is like a serious for serious sport. High school soccer is the most serious sport. The epic highs and lows of high school football. (laughs) You know, I might believe that if they were in Britain. Yeah. Or Brazil. Naisa is running late to the game. Uh, yes. And Hikari and Honaker are there and notice. Yes. We see the captain of the of Ron's team is like, hey, we're, I think they're like new to this or they have new people and he's like, we can't show any weakness. That's gonna yeah, help. It, this would be, like, this is the first match for, like, say, um, for Fuji P, then this is theoretically the first match for some of the people on the other team. Yeah. So I was like, we can't show any weakness. Uh, but then he looks over to Fuji P and Fuji P's friend, whose name I think is Kimeta? Is that Fuji P's friend's name? I feel like that name's in my brain, but I can't tell you if that's his actual name. So he looks over to them because the two of them are like super nervous about this game. He's like, hey, listen, it's fine. I know I said, don't show any weakness, but it'll be okay. <laughs> Sending mixed signals to the team. Um, would you believe me if I told you that he's not in the list of characters for this episode? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh. I mean, I'll I... keep looking. I'll look, dig in to see if they mention it, like, in Didn't Link or something. Yeah. So, Nagisa shows up. And she's here with the flag. She doesn't think it's very good. But Honokan and Hikari are like, Hey, listen, it's your feelings that are the most important part. You know, wanting to cheer him on. So it's gonna be fine. But she still chickens out. She does. Uh, she does show the flag to Honoka and Hikari. And uh, Honoka's like, Hey, it looks, it looks fine. And Hikari does say, like, yeah, the lures are a little crooked, but I'm sure he'll still be able to eat it. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. I don't know if I can have this message convey my feelings to Fuji P. I'm too nervous. Okay, so I figured out the name of the other, the guy you were thinking of, Kamada. I don't think this was Kamada. Kamada's hair looks different. Huh. Is Kamada some guy? Is that who Kamada is some guy, I'm pretty sure. Okay. This is Kamada. You know, in the future, when Nagisa and Honoka and Hikari visit other areas, I'm pretty sure they're going to be confused by all the people with random colored hair. 
<laughs> but wander into it and like, what sort of Yu-Gi-Oh shit is this? I don't know. They went to an extra dimension full of frogs. I think they'll be fine. This is true. <laughs> they did go see a bunch of frogs. All of various different colors. The, the prettiest prints ever. Yes. Uh, we also see Puran and Sikun uh, here. They are watching from, like, the side. They need to see how this 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 flag stuff goes. Charlie, I don't mean to, like, call you out and or try to correct you or anything. I'm genuinely curious why you choose to pronounce it Puran. Am I s- saying it wrong? I mean, I don't know how it's supposed to be said, but I assumed Puran. Like, Puran. Oh, that makes more like sense. Pure. Sorry, I'm pronouncing it more, like, phonetically. Like, like Koran from Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I think it definitely should be pronounced Koran. I apologize to everyone who had to hear me say it wrong. I didn't, I didn't mean to, like, call you out like that. I really didn't. I was just curious <laughs> if there was a reasoning. I think I'm just looking at the word and forgetting how it's said and pronouncing it phonetically, which is not a good idea. <laughs> but Puran makes more sense because all of them are, like, based on, like, a feeling or, like, a, a thing, an aspect of the queen. So Puran would make more sense because she's all about pure feelings. Mm-hmm. So the game begins. Yes. Some soccer time. It's time for soccer. It's time for soccer. And then the villain shows up, and at least he was kind enough to let them change the venue. Yeah. I think he just doesn't want them to deal with, like, all these extra people, you know? Mm-hmm. Why get, like, you have to knock them out. It's just a lot of effort. I thought they create, like, kekkas for them just to fight and... Well, no, because it just, it just takes place in reality, but everything gets undone after they defeat the thing. Mm. Yeah, it seems like when they summon the Zakena, like, everything gets dark and stuff, but I think it's still in, like, reality. Yeah. Like, if they did this here, like, all the people still playing soccer would still be playing soccer. I guess. So they're staring down the villain, and my notes say, Does Hikari know she's the queen? Does she understand what they're talking about? Yes, I believe at this point she knows she's the queen's uh, life. Yeah, because like the last couple of episodes have been her having like a, a whole thing about like, no, I want to just be me. Just let me be me. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't remember how she found out that she's the queen's life. I think she couldn't just said it. Okay. <laughs> I think one of the theories was literally just like, oh, hey, it's... <laughs> It's the queen. Uh, but yeah, that's the act break, and then they leave to go fight somewhere else, and then uh, Circulus turns an art statue into a Zakena, and it's actually very gross looking, actually. Yeah, I don't like this Zakena at all. <laughs> I didn't pay attention to it at all, really. It's like a bad fish. Yeah, it's got that like front-facing fish look, but it's bad. Hmm. It's not the worst looking Zakato we've had, but... Uh, the Cures transform. They do transform. And they fight the Zakena, and Hikari is stuck with Circulus, so she transforms. Uh, um, I have several notes here. First off, it says, lots of flips. Do I remember this many flips? This uh, they always flip this much. Hmm. Flipping this is normal. This much flipping is normal. If anything, they And I have another note this. that says, uh, girls, you left her alone with the villain! They gotta fight the Zakena! Yeah. She's got superpowers. She's no ordinary kid. 
Henshin! <laughs> she does transform and this is the only Poland we get this episode. I also have another note that says, uh, this transformation seems elaborate. Am I out of touch with the genre? Because something uh, about a transformation sequence seems really elaborate. That's just, like, normal for magical girls. I mean, I was literally watching the new Precure's transformation sequence last night, but I don't know. Something about this seems extra elaborate. Maybe it's because the queen. shiny luminous is the queen. Yeah, like, she she gets she's the like, extra. She's like the sixth <laughs> ranger. She gets the extra stuff. I guess. She's th- she's technically the mid-season cure. It's just the mid-season is the second season. <laughs> well, she may get the extra stuff, but this girl is no fighter. I think it's really weird that we get a new cure whose fairy is Poland, and we get significantly less Poland as a result. Yeah, that is it's weird. so weird. Oh, Give do we get Poland? my Pol- son. <laughs> She does transform, and she tries to move away from uh, Circulus, and she jumps back to where the two cures are fighting Sukena, and Circulus comes towards her, and the two cures try to, like, Oh, so hey. you're approaching me? <laughs> they try to defend her. Uh, yeah, this girl is no fighter. Yeah. And then the fairies are idiots. Well, you know, uh, Puran is is just trying to protect the queen. Yeah, listen, they've never attacked any of the fairies before. And by That's fairies, true. we mean hard eels, because the fairies are a different thing. Yes. Uh, but he does capture the hardy elves. They look so very tiny in his hands. Because they are tiny. They are small. They are, <laughs> they are mouse. They are mouse-sized. They are size of mouse. One of them rode a pigeon. Like it was well, a mighty did speed. <laughs> uh, Passion did ride a pigeon. Maybe one day that pigeon will come back. Okay, so uh, he he grabs the fairies and then Poland's like, you gotta save them, Popo. And so yes, and I have a note that says, "Luminous, that weapon of yours really should be a bow." Yeah, it really should be, but no, it just gets really big, and she does a luminous heartiel action. And makes Circulus turn all rainbow, which is normally the thing that she does to the Zakena. Yeah. Um, which makes them not be able to move. Um, which is wild that she could do it to Circulus, and it lasts for as long as it does. Yeah. Yeah. My note says, opportunity for finisher. Yeah, he he does have to put a little, like, effort into breaking free of Yeah, it, like, so the cures break free from the Zakena, and then Circula uses, breaks free of the Heartiel action. Um, and everybody's like, oh, man, he managed to just break through it without moving. And it, you, we look at it as body language. He's like, no, he spent all of his power to break out. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, he rolled a natural 20 on um, resisting whole person. Yeah. I wonder. I'm sure this will come up again. Uh, the way she was able to, like, he says that she was able to neutralize the darkness. So... I'm sure that's going to be talked about next time with the bad guys. Maybe? I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they are all curious about Shiny Luminous. So they blow up the Zakena. Yep. They mm-hmm. destroy that uh, awful, terrible fish With the Marvel Scream Max attack. Yeah. And then they run back to the game. It's the second half. They're tied at zero, so Honoka gives Nagus to the flag. And I was and... like, wait, the flag's still there? They left it there? Yeah. No one messed with it? No, it's just no. Like a, this is just like a high school soccer game. I mean, still. I think it's fine. Yeah. So, 
then Fuji P gets the ball. Um, they start. Uh, the crowd starts cheering. I, ha- I have the cheer written down. Yes. It's a fight, oh, Verone. Go, go, Verone. Is Verone the name of their school? Is that their opponents? That's the uh, name of their school. Their school. Okay. That'd be really wild if they were cheering for the other team. Well, when I watched this episode, I thought, oh, the other school is cheering. Ah, okay. No, this is them cheering for their their school. Uh, Nagisa reveals her giant flag that rules. It does rule. It's a very good one. And this empowers Fuji P Fuji P gets powered up. <laughs> to score the winning goal. He does his Captain Tsubasa super move. <laughs> They have super moves in Captain Savasa? Yeah. It, have you not seen any footage from the video game? No. <laughs> there's like I a, think the video like a, games and the anime are two very different beasts. you telling me they don't summon spirit tigers in the anime? <laughs> I've never seen Captain Savasa the anime, so I can't tell you if they do it. Uh, Same. I'm going to look for a screen cap of the anime. I found a gif. Let's see what happens in the gif. My apologies, this episode seems very, very distracted. No, this no. isn't even the half of it. This so is listen, normal we, for Freepod. We've had more distracted episodes. I think last week's episode was more distracted. <laughs> Honestly. It's okay. People, if they've listened to our podcast this far in, they they already know the vibe. The, the, the energy of our podcast. There we go. That's the button I wanted. Here we go. This is from the video game. Oh, that is very good. Hmm. What animal would Fuji P summon? Um, a bear? No, I don't think Fuji P is a bear. I think Fuji P is like, um, what's well, like a smaller big cat than a tiger? Lynx? Maybe like Lynx? a jaguar. Ooh, a jaguar. Or like a panther. I did think lynx as well. So they win the big game! Yay! Yes. Uh, and Fuji P comes over to thank Nagisa for the flag and how it gave him strength. And Puran is pleased about this. She's gl- yep. glad this romantic subplot is working out. She's nearly crying, full with joy. Because she's pure- just so happy. She's happy her ship is setting sail. It's too bad you're back- that. You're backing the wrong train, Puran. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's too bad the ac- the the best ship is is not with Fuji P. Too bad all of the official merch does not think Fuji P exists. <laughs> it's too bad that Fuji P and Nagisa don't have a uh, uh have a wedding figurine. <laughs> so next week episode, that's the end of that episode. Yeah, it's over. Yes. Yep. It was a it was a pretty good one for being a, a sports one. We didn't actually see much soccer. It was more about Nice trying to make this uh flag for Fuji P's game. I almost said the word map. That's not that's not it's what the it map. was. It's the map, it's the map, it's the map, it's the map. <laughs> so next week's episode we they're talking about like who they look up to. You know, who the role model is. And we'll learn more about that next time. Yep. So, question. Sure. Yeah. Is Anime Book Report still a thing? Uh, y- yeah, yeah. We haven't done one in a while. Yeah, but you can y- go ahead. I would like to plug Bovary. 
I don't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defenses. It's um, it's a VR MMO anime where a girl's playing a video game, but without the whole death nonsense thing. It's pretty much just going into a good game and having a good time. So we watched the main character pretty much just mow her, mow away her way through the game and creating like a very tanky build that is unstoppable. She literally turns into a robot and a demon at one point to destroy the enemy. Oh. And she still looks somehow adorable at the end of it. You can't see me, but I'm nodding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard of the anime, and I heard that so many people liked it that they officially, uh, they decided to officially translate the light novel. They have. I have volume one. Oh, how is it? Mm, it's decent, but I think the anime is better. Maybe once they catch up with showing stuff beyond what season one has shown us, the light novels might do a bit better, but yeah. Good to know. It's good to have an MMO anime where they're not trapped in it. <laughs> yeah. There was literally a part of the episode where the main character had to take a break from it because she got too used to playing in-game. Mm. They were playing. She was playing dodgeball and she was like, and she shouted out the name of a skill, it failed and she got beamed in the head and she was like, yeah, I need to take a break. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old Tetris effect. Is that what it's called? What? The Tetris effect. Sorry, what are you describing with the Tetris effect? I sort of zoned out. Uh, uh, her, uh, having played the game too much that she tried to use an actual move from the game in real life. No, 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 that's not the Tetris effect. The Tetris effect okay. is when you've played a game so much that when you close your eyes, you can still see it. Ah, okay. Ah. Is there a name for the other thing? Um, I think that's... <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud, but... What? <laughs> 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 I found the chat then! Wait, what are you gonna say, Cassidy? <laughs> I haven't really been watching anime recently. The only anime I've watched, we haven't finished yet. We haven't finished yet. Do you want to and talk of course, about it after Of course I'm referring to ABC's The Mole. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I this say is, to the viewers. No one knows what we're talking about. This is a fun joke only for me and Charlie. <laughs> but... I will also say, from the I know about Bofuri, uh, I'm glad that it's a good anime. When's the next season of Villainous coming out? Next, this summer season? I think it's this summer. <laughs> I was originally going to plug Hamefura, but I figured someone had to have done it by now. Uh, no. No one ever comes on our podcast to talk about other anime. They come no, Hamefura talk- is My Next Life is Villainous. Oh, okay. No, we, we plugged that ourselves then. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I believe the second season is coming out this... Uh, I feel like I sent you like a link that had the day, but I don't remember anymore. I want to say it was sometime uh, in July. Yeah, July. Second season is set to me in July 2021. Ooh! Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm interested to see... In, what did I say? I'm interested to see how many volumes of the light novel they're going to be covering, since they've already covered the first two in the first season. So they're going to cover uh, three and four <laughs> from... Uh, because three and four are more like, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like in-between stuff before they get back into, like, plot stuff. Like filler? Yeah, they're like, they're like kind of like filler. Like, they, they like, do cover, like, stuff in, they're fun to read, but, like, they're mostly filler volumes before they get into, like, the plot again in the later volumes. So I'm interested to see if they're going to be covering three and four or if they're going to... Just skip to five and six. So on. Well, season two of the Ultimate Harem anime sounds 
look it'll be interesting, or at the very least fluffy. Yes, I am excited for no matter what they choose to do, because I enjoy the series. I thought it was pretty good also. Yeah. So, I guess I should plug myself now? Yes, it's time to get into the plugs, please. Go ahead. Um, alrighty, I'm Crest. You guys can find me on Twitter at FantasyCrest or just Crest on Pillowfort. Um, I am Dungeon Master of Choices, a, a Cities of Myth Fallen Camelot 5e um, campaign that's streamed bi-weekly on Sundays on my Twitch. Um, and more recently, on Saturdays, I am doing a playthrough of Final Fantasy 3, and I might switch to other games as we go on along. What's your Twitch? Oh, um, on Twitch, I'm Crested Card, and um, through Pillowfort, you can find access to my fanfiction websites I put stuff up on and my DeviantArt, where I do drawings. Very nice. Alright. And if you want to talk to us on Twitter, if you want to come guest on our podcast, or, you know, whatever you want to say to this podcast, you can find us at Prepod Engage on Twitter. If you have something to say about the podcast, you can say to my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's fine, Cassidy. They say as they slowly raise a knife and stare. No, no no knives. (laughs) I'll fight you with my fists if I have to. <laughs> if you want to find me on Twitter and also fight me, you can find me at magic underscore pride. Or you can go listen to the podcast I'm in. Like, uh, I almost forgot the podcast I do. <laughs> oh, you mean like Otherware? A mass actual play podcast where you play Phantom of the Nomad? Thank you, Cassidy. Yes. <laughs> or you can go listen to Tabletop Roulette, where uh, I will on a couple episodes, and I'll be on a future one-shot of Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Ooh, that would be fun. And you should also go listen to Breathing Space Final Frontier. No, that's the wrong name of it. It's Breathing Space Fading Frontier, which is a space anthology podcast. We have two episodes out. Not the ones I'm in. I'm in one of them, which won't be out for a while, but you should go listen to it. You should also a... specify that that's an audio drama anthology and not like an actual play anthology or something. Yes, it is an audio drama space anthology, and you should definitely go check it out. Uh, and that is it for what I do. Cassidy, take it away. You can find me on Twitter.com using the username MadLobotanist. It's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. Uh, and you can find a list of podcasts that I do that's sorely out of date. It also includes stuff that I've guessed it on, uh, at madlobotanist.neocities.org. It's the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. And because it's still Pride Month, it's time for a Pride plug. I'm running out of things to think of for these, but this time I'm going to plug the podcast Six Feet Under. That's feats spelled like the thing from the tabletop RPGs, you know, F-E-A-T-S. It's it's like a it's an actual play podcast that's got several campaigns running at a time with all sorts of different people on there, including like trans people and stuff like that. Um, I personally liked their 13th Age campaign that's finished a lot. I like their Mouse Guard campaign. Um, they've got a lot of good one shots. I, you know, go, go check them out. Hmm. Yeah. All right, before I forget, thank you both for having me on. Yes, thank you for joining us. It was it was a lot of fun having you, especially since you are familiar with the series. 
It's nice having other fans. Although, don't forget, if you want to come on, you don't have to know anything about Pretty Cure. This is true. I don't know anything about Pretty Cure, and yet here I am in the co-host seat. <laughs> All right. Let I mean, us... just because I'm pretty. <laughs> you are... <laughs> yes, that's why I invited you onto the podcast, Cassidy, because you're pretty. Good at something. <laughs> so, uh, so until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Girls, be proud. Bye. <laughs> Can you piece it together, Charlie? Can you figure out why I said that? No. It's because she made a flag. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. One episode into our podcast, I'm like, I I was gonna ask, is this a swearing podcast? But then I already had sworn before I asked, so I'm like, I guess this is a swearing podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast where uh, Hikari learns how to say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag let Hikari say fuck. <laughs> so, Hikari can say fuck. Should Poland say fuck? Pol- Poland, Poland was barely... No, it's because he's a baby. It's because he's a baby. Okay.